Well, KelpWatch 2014 uh, is collecting samples from a variety of locations. It started out being focused in California, but because a lot of uh, other scientists wanted to come on board, we've we're now collecting from Alaska, uh, Kodiak Island in Alaska to the north, all the way down to Baja, California in the south. The current in the North Pacific moves in a clockwise uh, di direction. So we would think that the first uh, sign of radioactivity would probably be in the Pacific Northwest somewhere. The radioactivity uh, made its way into the ocean from Fukushima back in uh, March and April of 2011, and it's taken all that time for this material to slowly make its way across to the Pacific, whereas large pieces of debris get aided by the winds. And so, yes, some of those uh, large docks and boats have, in fact, washed up on shore, but the radioactive seawater is still offshore. KelpWatch 2014 uses the giant kelp macrocystis and bull kelp, where macrocystis isn't available, uh, as a sentinel organism. Like any sentry, uh, it's positioned along our coastline, so it will intercept any radioactive uh, water that's coming its way. Uh, also, these kelps have a surface canopy, which the water flows over and out of which the kelp filters these radioisotopes and concentrates them in their tissue. Another reason to use these kelps is you can obtain them quite simply by boat or by scuba or by snorkel, and we collect over 14 pounds of kelp, and then it's easily processed for analysis. We basically dry it and mill it to a small size, and then we take that powder, and by the way, the 14 pounds of kelp gets reduced to one liter of kelp powder, and then we place it over the detector. And so it would be very difficult to put 14 pounds of kelp tissue around a detector, but since we've basically concentrated the kelp in this powder, it's easily analyzed. We focus on radiocesium primarily because it's the easiest to detect. It's a, there are two uh, isotopes of cesium that we're using, uh, cesium-137 and cesium-134, both of which are part of this radioactive plume that's making its slow journey riding the currents towards our coastline. Um, again, they're easy to detect. They, ha they are gamma emitters, so you need a gamma detector. And one of the beauties about using a gamma detector is that not only it tells you how many radioactive atoms are present of a given radioisotope, but, but also a fingerprint so we can identify the radioisotope that's emitting the radiation. And lastly, and probably one of the more important reasons, is that kelp is the basis of the kelp forest ecosystem. And that ecosystem is a very dynamic ecosystem, one of the most productive ecosystems on Earth, and also one of the most complex. And so even though we're using it as a detector for radioactivity, it's also good to know how much of this radioactivity actually gets into the kelp ecosystem. And so those are the main reasons why we choose uh, the giant kelp, Macrocystis.